everybody. Welcome back to Mixtape. I'm Henry Pickovet. I'm Megan Rose Dickey. Hey, what's up, Megan? What's up? We've been gone for a little longer than we said we would. Um, what happened was... What happened? You went to Burning Man. That was a planned break. Oh, right. And then Disrupt was the following week. Mm -hmm. Disrupt SF 2018. TechCrunch's flagship event. Mm -hmm. Startup Spectacular of the world. Um, And we failed to take into account just how much that event in the actual week takes up. How much energy it takes from us and whatever. So... We're pretty heads down, hands on um, at Moscone West. I kind of like that imagery. Heads down, hands, hands on. Yeah, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. <laughs> like we're looking at our laptops <laughs> or on stage talking to people. You, you and me both. You had it. I think we would you have like seven or eight panels that you had to do? <laughs> I mean, I had four. But four. Yeah. Still too many. Right. But I had the one. Um and yeah, you talked to uh, the CEO of Uber. Yeah, Darakos Rashahi. That was pretty cool. Yeah, you talked to um, Uber's oh, head of diversity and inclusion, Bo Young Lee, on the next stage. And your uh, algo bias mm-hmm. panel was bomb diggity. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna write some stuff up about cool, that. Cool, cool. Please do. Um, so I want the people to see it. The the, the panelists were great, and what surprised me was um, Brian Burkeen. Mm-hmm. He's the CEO of Kairos. Right. He said, like at the very end. I think one of the panelists asked him if machine learning will ever be 100%. No, bias. I mean, I asked him that. Was that you? <laughs> would, would it be 100% bias free? Right, and he said, right. Yeah. And I was like, what? Yeah. Know, we'll see. But that even then. Probably not in our generation. Our but but, th- but that even then, it shouldn't be used for law enforcement purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, he said that. Yeah. Um, okay. So, as. As most people probably know, Apple had a big week. Do you want to start with Apple? Yeah, let's start with Apple. Or should we just talk about Disrupt some more? I don't know, because there was some weird stuff that happened that I heard about, that I heard that it happened. At Disrupt or at Apple? At Disrupt. Okay. That I didn't actually see, but I think you were there for uh-huh. when for when Ben Horowitz of Andreessen Horowitz was on stage. Yeah, it was um, very interesting to hear that live, because I, I heard it live. Mm-hmm. Those are the only two panels I saw on the main stage. Um, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was something like black people, African-Americans, he said. I mean, I can just pull up the transcript, actually. But if you look at culture and like who can move culture, it's really interesting in that all of the new musical art forms over the last hundred years, from jazz to blues to rock and roll to hip hop, we're all basically invented by the same race. So, like, clearly there's something going on. Like, somehow in the African-American population, they understand culture better than anybody else. So, you know, we've always, you know, had an effort to try and connect that to our efforts um, because, like, we want to make money. Uh, and so the Cultural Leadership Fund is a way to, for us to connect to the very top lead- leaders in culture and basically have them invest in companies in our portfolio so that we can create a bridge between tech and culture and basically move both tech and culture forward. And then it's got this nice feature in it where the money uh, that we would normally, you know, in a fund keep for ourselves, we donate back into getting uh, more young African-American people into tech uh, so that, you know, we continue to win 
in the consumer arena. So it's, it's something that we're really excited about. Um, it's been great for me. You know, I got to get to meet so many really, really interesting people in the field. Um, and, uh, you know, and we're looking forward to it. It's brand new. So mm-hmm. it's got to, in order for it to be high impact, it's got to succeed. But, so you all just right. heard what, what Ben Horowitz said. Um, I don't... How do you feel about that, Megan? I was in the audience when, when he said that. And, and a couple of us were like, what did he just say? Mm. Um, and how it hit me was, let's use the blacks and let's capitalize on the blacks and their, and their I mean, literally cultural appropriation, but mm-hmm. their knowledge of culture and their creation of culture, we all know Africans were stolen, brought to, the, to parts everywhere, unknown to them at the time, obviously. And they were stripped of everything. They were stripped of their language, effectively, because they were they were split up. They were stripped of um, music. Literally, South Carolina outlawed drums. Um, they were you know starved and beaten. All this. They had to create their own culture. They had to create their own music. They had to create their own food. They had to create their own um, prayer. They had to create their own language. And that is the the, the beginning of the development of African American culture in the United States. And so when I, I hear these like words strung together in sentences mm-hmm. like that, they're like, um, it, that my ears perk up and I'm like, that, that feels um, exploitative. Mm. Um, but, but, but if you look back at the, if you listen back, he, he talks about this cultural fund, which I don't know for a fact, uh, full disclosure, if that's a, a capital C, capital F culture fund or if it's just this thing that they kind of um, integrate into their work, Andreessen Horowitz, mm. to let's go out and actively seek what black entrepreneurs that we can fund and support so then they can continue to put back into society these, these black-led businesses. And what he's saying is, let's go have Quincy Jones find them, (laughs) Kevin Durant. I don't, and not even necessarily find black entrepreneurs, but just find anyone doing something cool, and then try to integrate essentially black culture. So, but then I mean, Ben Horowitz was saying like, okay, and then once that happens, and if it's successful, then we'll reinvest, you know, some of that money into into the black community, into black entrepreneurs, but... Which sounds great. Which sounds great, but that's kind of at the very end of the line. And, I mean, with diversity and inclusion, I mean, we need we need things for In, now. Yeah. yeah, it can't be, like, the the afterthought, which it, it kind of is in this way. Yeah, and which you spoke to um, Uber... Head of diversity, mm-hmm. Bo Young Lee. Yep, you spoke to her about that a little bit too, right? Like, what, did she have plans for, for how to diversify Uber's staff? Yeah. So something that I found really interesting, um, she uh, she was talking about prov- like creating this pipeline from just you know everyday Uber drivers into actual Uber employees uh-huh. who like get benefits and whatnot. Um, because I mean, I don't, I don't know the stats on like, and honestly, like I don't, Uber is kind of collecting this data to figure out like, okay, like where where do our Uber drivers live? Like, in these particular zip codes, is that zip code known for having like lower socioeconomic status? Is that zip code known for like having a predominantly like black or brown population, et cetera? And and I think just kind of based on based on the type of work that it is, I think it can 
be it can attract people who are maybe a little bit more low income than like a typical tech worker. I think I think that's safe to say, but um, yeah. So I think that that that's actually a really cool way of you know people already know what Uber is, what yeah what Uber does, and then they just kind of might get ping like hey like you know like we're we're doing this program to kind of train drivers to like do a little bit more and like I mean I'm sure it'd be a lower level job but then again like not necessarily like I've I've met rideshare drivers who were like former engineers and like people who are just really smart so it's not that it's not that they I mean sometimes it's that the drivers do just want to drive that's what they want to do which is fine but other times it's like yeah, well, like, I'm driving because I'm in between jobs or something, or, like, I fell out of this current, I'm wanting to get into a different one, so I'm, like, back in school or, like, something like that. So I think I think there could be a lot of opportunities there, especially when you just think about how vast the, the Uber driver network yeah. is. Well, that's a literal pipeline of Uber using its own people to put back into its company. Yeah, and it's – and, I mean, that honestly makes a lot of sense because – with autonomous, even though Uber says like, oh, well, autonomous, it's not going to replace drivers, it will have some effect, I'm sure. So this could kind of be a way of saying like, yes, we know autonomous is coming. We know that we're now telling people to <laughs> get on bikes and scooters and eventually Uber Air. But hey, here are some opportunities so that you can continue working with Uber and we're yeah. not just going to kick you to the curb. Well, and Dara talks too about, about that, right? Something about like just moving people. Mm-hmm. Transporting people or something, whether it's bike, scooter, <clears throat> um, flying, ta- come on, flying taxis, um, <laughs> um, or or the cars. So, yeah, there's just no. I mean, in San Francisco, there's no room for cars. So, the bikes, I guess, aren't going too bad. They can't have the scooters. They're all in Oakland now. The scooters. Yeah, well, the scooters on their are sides. <laughs> well, the scooters are coming back October fifteenth. Just the two companies, right? Who's it? Yeah, Scoot and Skip. Scoot and Skip. Oh yeah, I guess we haven't even talked about that because it happened when I was at Burning Man. But um, right. yeah, Scoot and Skip are the two that are going to deploy in San Francisco. So what happened with the scooter thing was that uh, uh, com- Lime, mm-hmm. Bird, and the Spin. Spin. Yeah. Um, they were like, "Here's some scooters, San Francisco," <laughs> right. and they just deployed them. And then the supervisors were like, oh, wait, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. And then they took them all off. Yes. And then they said, we're going to make a decision, and we're going to tell you who can have scooters in San Francisco. Meanwhile, they all shipped the scooters to Oakland. Right. Um, and they're everywhere. And then so when you were at Burning Man a couple of weeks ago, um, we covered it extensively here. Um, San Francisco was like, mm-hmm. you're the only two companies. None of the original companies Right. Yeah, and it's funny because they said that they would choose, they would select up to five, but then they were just like, "We're just gonna go with these That's... two because all y'all suck." Well, I mean, there really is so not very much room for cars in this city. Mm-hmm. And it's getting it's it seems to just be getting worse and worse and worse. It's especially coming from the East Bay into the West Bay and seeing all the traffic on the freeway. It's like, where are all these cars going? And so, as much as I don't like scooters, um, for San Francisco to say, no, we're only going to allow two companies. And I guess there are a lot of companies, but you can have scooter congestion, too. Right. But I don't know. It's it's interesting, too, because there's yeah. other bikes as well. Like, in, yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's just, 
And I think that'll be part of what they'll be looking at in the in the one year pilot is just how the scooters are going to interact with bikes and with chariots and with Ubers and Lyfts and just yeah. muni buses. Um, because I think because a lot of it is that people people who ride bikes, I would say generally know how to ride a bike <laughs> whereas like anyone can kind of just like hop on a scooter and be like oh like i'll figure it out i'm sure it like can't be that hard and the next thing you know they're you know they're either riding on a sidewalk or they're falling over or they just don't understand like how to stay balanced like it could just be a number of a number of things going on or there are kids who are just taking them out for joy, joy rides and going up and down the same goddamn sidewalk in oakland parents don't let your kids do that please Sounds like you've had some. <laughs> Last week, I was like, are you kidding me? There's two kids who are like riding up and down. People were trying to walk on the uh, sidewalk. Anyways, um, it's don't blame the technology, blame the people who use the technology. Right, I guess. right. So I just can't wait for Apple's scooters. I mean, do you think? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> they didn't announce it this week right. at their big uh, 2018 uh, hardware event. Yeah. It they, happens every September. Yeah. Thankfully, it didn't happen last week during Disrupt. Yeah, that would have been nuts. Um, yeah. Wait, so did you get a watch? So Apple announced. Okay, they announced. Yeah. Would, would go through they announced the like, announced. like what, four new iPhones? Honestly, like too many. Uh, essentially, just like slightly better versions of the iPhone 10. 10 so the 10S, the 10S Max, and then which the, I think is, a, is the Plus. The, yeah. Why don't they just call it the 10S Plus? <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. And then like the 10 R? X, the 10 R. <laughs> yeah. I keep putting to call it the X. Even though I always want to say like 10 XR. <laughs> I know, me too. So, so those are the phones. The screen, the, the, the 10R is apparently the, the, I'm using air quotes right now, budget <laughs> phone. It costs like $800. Right. <laughs> that is in nobody's budget. But it's yeah, the like budget who phone. budgets for that? <laughs> But it comes in all these <laughs> fancy colors that Sarah Perez is like dying over. Oh, she yeah. Wants, she wants a phone. Wow. She's trying to figure out which color. Um, <laughs> but the middle one is huge and I think $1,000 or something yeah. like that. And another one is, I don't know, $900. <laughs> I'm not getting a new phone. Same. Yeah. Um, I'm, I just, I have a 10, so I'm not getting it. Yeah, anything. same. It was clear to me that I was not going to be getting a new phone. I'm excited about it. And um, it's the middle, it's the 0.5 uh, event, the S event, they call mm-hmm. it. It's like the, however, Apple also released, um, announced uh, the new watch, mm-hmm, series, series four. four. Now, listeners, I um, during series, I have a series two. Same. Yeah, same. I have a series two. We have the same size, right? Uh, 42 millimeters. Yeah, the big yeah, one. The big. I was not excited about the series two. So I was like, oh, here's another watch. Oh, it's LTE. I don't care. The mm-hmm. red dot. I don't care. Right. I never cared. I want a series four. Did I get one? When they became available for order, no, I didn't. Not yet. Today, <laughs> it's today. Today's Friday. So, but now did you, Megan? I've been waiting to hear all morning whether you ordered a watch. You're like, do you want me to answer you now, or do you want to wait till we record? I went back and forth so many times. <laughs> what does this process look like for you? It's so painful because it's like, it's me just thinking about like, okay, this is what I want. Versus, I really don't need this. Uh-huh, <laughs> you uh-huh. know, it's like I want to be in the loop, and I want a fucking gold watch. You know, mm-hmm. damn, that looks that looks slick. Um, and I think you didn't do it. 
I'm reading your face. I think you didn't just. Okay, but then my mom was like, oh, oh, like, I'm getting the gold. I'm getting your dad, like, this one. And, well, she said, but just in case she ordered three watches just to, like, figure out which color she likes more, but, like, didn't want to wait for them to show up in the store. So, uh, yeah, so she was like, oh, like, I'll, I'm going to stay up. I'll order you a watch, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, no, like, I'll do it because, like, I want the credit card points. <laughs> <laughs> just like all of that, but I ended up not getting it. You ended up not getting it because it's like because for the watch that I want, which is the gold stainless steel, just forty millimeters, that's like eight hundred dollars. And I mean, I'm wearing an Apple Watch right now that right. works perfectly fine. Right. I don't even use the health features on it, like mm. barely. Really, I just want to know the time. <laughs> yeah, that's a thing, <laughs> and right? And check you... out text messages and maybe have a quick look at my calendar for the day yeah. and. And That's you would it. get the uh, same size. Well, so the new sizes are like 40 millimeters and then 44. So I would get, whereas the one I'm wearing right now is a 42. Would you get the 42 or the 40 or the 44? I'd get the 40 because the Ooh. screen is still bigger than the one on uh-huh. the 42 casing. Um, so basically you're just getting new hardware because mm-hmm. we're all going to get the, the um, software. software upgrade soon. Yeah. So... Yeah, I mean, I'm Wait. not gonna, I'm not gonna do it. I think I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm more excited. I do like the bigger size. I would, I would obviously get. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. Obviously, I would just get the 44, <laughs> the big, the big one. Um, and, I mean, I can, I can. The thing about the Apple Watch is it still looks cool, right? And I can just get a new band. I've only still had the one band. These are like dumb problems that we're talking about right it's now. Very like, su- super dumb. Um, so I, I too, am not going to get one just yet. I thought you literally just said that you were going to get one today. No. All right, I'll have to check the transcript. I but. said, <laughs> no. I, yeah, oh, they're available today to start ordering, right? That's when it... Well, yeah, last night at like 12.01. And I, I didn't hear any stories about them being sold out. Well, so so this morning, just because I was like, God damn it, like, do I want to watch? That's what I went through really quickly. That's what I yeah. went through with the fucking 10. Mm. I wasn't going to do it. I'd oh, made it my mind. Yeah. I went to sleep. Right. And then, like, I don't know, I coughed and I woke myself up or something. <laughs> and I was like, God. And I checked, looked at Twitter and everybody was buying a 10. Yeah. And I was like, ah. So I bought a 10. Anyway, go on. Um, but yeah, so I woke up this morning and, like, I woke up to a text from my mom that was just, she sent me a photo at, like, 11.55 p.m. And it's just, like, four, four devices. It's, like, a laptop, an iPad one of the giant iPads and then another laptop and they're just all, the screens are all just like on the Apple side and she's just like ready to go. <laughs> so that I felt like, oh my God, like I should get it, but. Still didn't do it. Yeah, but I, I made it as far as like adding it to my cart and starting to check out. So I got I got close. Yeah. Um, <laughs> totally but then it know. said ship time two to three weeks. Uh-huh. And that's when I'm just like, okay, I don't need to order it right now. I can at least... Check it out in the store, see what up, like and just like, work. yeah, and like be a, at least if I get it, be a little less impulsive about it. So sounds good. That's where I'm at. Sounds good. Oof. Yeah, <laughs> you went through it. Oh we. Um, I'm not. Yeah, and I'm not gonna get a phone. And they didn't. They didn't. Did they talk about computers? They talk about laptops. Mm, yeah. No. So, um, yeah that. Some of the writers were saying, and it felt like it, where I was, you know, adding things to the stories and stuff and trying to categorize all of our, all of our content. And 
uh, Brian Heater and Matthew Panzerino did a live blog. Um, and for, by all accounts, they all felt like it was a pretty chill event. Mm. Um, it wasn't, the, <clears throat> the media scrum wasn't crazy yeah. in, in the room at the end. And the keynote itself was like an hour and 40 minutes long, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, and even felt watching it, it was it was pretty um, it was a pretty chill event. But I I am interested in the health stuff, like the EKG. I mean, I, yeah. I probably wouldn't take my heart rate every day or whatever like that. But I will say, going back to disrupt really quickly, um, I put my I, I think that's amazing with the with the I'm sure other devices can do it. Maybe some other smartwatches can do it. I don't know. I don't follow them, but. Um, <clears throat> the Apple Watch can check your heart rate. Mm -hmm. And I definitely have received notifications of um, your heart, we've detected a, a elevated heart rate despite the fact that you're not moving. Mm. Um, so that was when you were on stage. You lazy ass. Now that has happened before, okay. um, just in general. Um, maybe I'm out drinking or I don't know. Um, and I just look at it and I go, huh, all right, well that's interesting. But last week when I was on stage, I, I left my phone backstage Turned off. I turned my watch on airplane mode. I should have just taken it off. But I get get on stage. I felt okay. My face felt a little hot. I mean, I was it was nervous. The lights were also really bright. And yeah. Warm. And I sat down. And a couple of minutes later, my my watch vibrates. And I was like, I thought I turned that off. Mm -hmm. And I just moved on. I didn't think anything of it. Right. And I got off stage. And um, I was like, Oh yeah, my watch. What was that? And it, and it was that message. We detected a heart rate. And I thought that was. I was like, huh. Yeah, you did. <laughs> Because <laughs> my heart was pounding, but that was pretty cool. But um, anyway, I, I don't know. There's not really a whole lot to say about Apple other than like, are we going to buy the stuff or not? Because I'm not excited about the phones. I, mm, yeah. I, I just, I mean, I think I'm more excited about the Pixel Three. Really? But I'm stuck in the Apple ecosystem. Yeah. Oh, Echo, not Eco. Yeah, I say ecosystem. <laughs> I also heard Taya Leone in Madam Secretary pronounce it ecosystem. And I was like, wait, what? And I rewound it and I was like, hmm. I'm not the only one. I can't say ecosystem. I mean, I can. <laughs> Obviously, I just said it, but I like ecosystem. I don't know why I say it. All right. Like Let's just, you know, move on. Hmm. Um, environment. It's not environment. It's whatever. What? So, okay. Who would say environment? It's right. the same. It's the same idea. Environment, echo. The word echo, I hear an echo. That's probably oh, that's yeah, that's a good point. System, or like and like ecology or ecology. Ecology, English. Come on. All right. Well, do you want to wrap this mother up? Or yeah, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? No. Talk about Amazon's Christmas trees. Oh well, that's just fucking weird. I mean, but is it though? It's not actually that weird. Amazon's going to start delivering real Christmas trees. I mean. Honestly, I'll probably order one off Amazon. <laughs> Will you? Not actually, though, because my apartment's too tiny. But if I had a normal-sized place, then hmm. I don't know. But honestly, but it is just so – I just always really looked forward to it when I was younger and just, like, going to the Christmas tree lot with my family and us, like, picking out the perfect tree and, mm. yeah, so. And trimming it. Oh, we never trimmed it. We, we just, like, hosed it down, just to, like, get all the spiders off. And oh, then, I didn't even think about spiders being on those trees. <laughs> yeah, the spiders got into my house because of that. Yeah, because I mean, my family, all of my family, were all horrified of spiders. We were like, "Hose that down." Yeah. Um, yeah. No, trimming it is putting the stuff on it. Oh. Which I never understood why that trimming the trees. Like, are you trimming it or? Yeah, I thought you actually meant it's like, like dressing the turkey, <laughs> which is stuffing the dressing the. 
Which is it's called stuffing though. Which is yeah, stuff, but no, some people call, call it, it dressing. I know, I don't understand that. Now we're off the fucking nails <laughs> here. This is a conversation. I just moved desk too, so Megan and I can't have these conversations while we're sitting next to each other now. Um, although I heard that the desk I just left is not going to become a standing desk, so maybe I'll move back. I don't know. Yeah, but like all of a sudden. This is what. Yeah. Yeah. This is what our conversations are like. Okay, folks. Megan's going to be working uh, remotely next week, so we will not do a show next week. Uh, but we'll be back the week after yep. with some thoughts and and images and stories from the tech landscape and how they relate to culture. Here on TechCrunch Mixtape. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs> that just sounded so eloquent, you know, you're just like, just poetry. <laughs> <laughs>